hail, hail to the victors on this Saturday night edition of the Neil World Order podcast. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining me. You'll have to excuse my uh, sound. I am a bit under the weather uh, this week. No Rona. Uh, just a simple little uh, sinus infection. I had cold. People do still get those. Um, yeah, so I felt kind of... I actually, I feel fine today. I sound terrible, I know. Um, but uh, th- earlier in the week, you know, it was kind of like some stuffy nose, a little bit of a um, throat congestion, then it kind of, you know, runny nose. And I don't know, we're probably talking... It was probably about last Saturday night, honestly, that I started feeling poopy, but uh, I'm all good. Not worried about anything. Um, the real MVPs, a little under the weather too, but uh, you know, just like that, Thanksgiving has come and went um, in the year that just keeps flying by. Honestly, um, it just seems like you blink and this year's over. Um, you know, so I, I don't know. Uh, you know, it was. We kept it simple this Thanksgiving. Um, it seems like the last couple of years have kind of made that a thing for more and more people, whether it's people that are, you know, afraid of getting together because they're, they fear they're all going to die. You know, they're saying people that wear masks outside or alone in their cars by themselves or get their children vaccinated. Um, sorry, I'm drinking a little bit differently tonight. Um, I have these, uh, my mother-in-law gets me these great things, uh, you guys that were with me, my, my fam that was with me in Tennessee in July, they're like these dailies frozen drinks, and you just like open, it's like an adult juice box more or less, but it's like a slushy, and they just feel good on my throat, so, uh, anyways, so I just pour it in the glass, you won't hear any ice tonight, because those are slushies, but they're... It, 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 I guess I didn't let this one melt as much as it should, so it's not as happy in the glass. Not that you care, but, um, so yeah, we stayed in. It was just me, the kid, the wife, the dogs, um, had lasagna because we do a very non-traditional Thanksgiving. I'm not a big fan of turkey. I know I've probably said that on here before. Uh, we didn't want to go anywhere because we have colds. Um, we really only get together with my in-laws anyways, um. Some of the extended family are Ronan, you know, they're babies. But it's kind of nice not having to see any of them. But um, but I think, you know, as I was reading on Facebook um, and talking to people, more and more people seem to be doing a more simpler thing on Thanksgiving. And, you know, and if you like the big production and all the fixings and having 45 million people, hey, do you? To me, I, I never enjoyed that. You know, I like my space. Uh, I don't like a lot of people. Um, you know, there's not a ton of people I personally would want to have dinner with. Um, but I noticed more people are keeping it simple, staying home, not traveling, not doing the whole big, you know, obviously the more people you have, the more different opinions you get and everything's so polarizing now. And, you know, it's pretty much, if you don't agree one way, you're the devil or, you know, you can't think for yourselves and everything like that. So then you just get all that. And I think, I think people's inner circles have gotten smaller. You know, and the people we're willing to tolerate being around has gotten smaller. I, I, I know mine has. 
And mine was never big to start with. I had a small circle before that was like the thing to do. I hated everyone, kept my distance from everyone before that was like the trend and the whole thing you did to stay alive. But, um, I mean, we literally did nothing on Thanksgiving. Uh, we didn't really watch much of the football game because the first game was like the Bears and the Lions. And that, like, at some point they have to take that game from Detroit because Detroit's terrible. You know, and the Bears are terrible. So that was just an awful game to watch. Um, I don't even what was the next? It was the next game, the Cowboys and the Chiefs, I, I think. Or uh, maybe not. I don't know. Cowboys and somebody. The Cowboys lost. Oh, Cowboys and the Raiders, right? And the Raiders beat them. And then the night game was the Saints and the Bills, and that one wasn't close either. I think the Cowboys game was the only one that was a little interesting. I mean, the Bears won on a last-second field goal, but the game was close. But, like, that game was so terrible. Both teams were just trying to lose. Um, so, yeah, uh, that was kind of our Thanksgiving in a nutshell. We had tons of lasagna. We still have a... Uh, some leftovers today it was actually like I think the best lasagna she's ever made and probably the best some of the best food I've ever had in my life uh, when the real MVP is on she is on uh, she rarely makes a bad meal but the lasagna was like to kill someone over mm. and I'll take that over your turkey cranberry sauce gravy whatever I don't do stuffing, uh, you know, and having to go somewhere when I could just sit home, eat, eat something I like, and hang out with the people I like. To me, that's that's what it's. The older I get, the more like I'm less inclined to do things just because. Hey, that's what you're supposed to do. Like, I've never been a fan of tradition. Um, I think that's part of why the whole uh, NWO thing kind of glares with me if you know throwback to wrestling uh it was always about crap tradition stupid and you know paving a new way for things i've always do what you want when you want um just because something's always been done that way doesn't mean that's the way you're supposed to do it if you want to go to florida on thanksgiving go to florida you want to go to florida christmas go christmas you know you're not obligated to do things you know and congregate with every member of your family cousins uncles brother like you want to like i said it's cool but you should never feel obligated to do that like <clears throat> woo, that was a good one um you know life's short man you know do do you do what you want to do and, and enjoy your time with the people you enjoy spending time with but uh shifting gears uh last week here uh sunday unfortunately uh, in Waukesha, about 30 minutes or so, it's about 30 minutes from here, uh, most of you probably know, uh, a career criminal drove his SUV into a crowd of Christmas parade goers, killing six people, uh, injuring about 62. It's kind of disgusting when you think about it. I mean, one, you know, just running people over in ignorance and malice just because, you know, you're just a garbage human being that shouldn't have been on the streets in the first place, uh, considering two weeks prior the scumbag, and I'm not going to say his name just because it's dumb. It's not to take away from it, you know, who he, and we'll, we'll get into that. But uh, the guy was out on bail for attempting to run over his girlfriend. Um, and it's just, I don't know, it's <clears throat> unfortunate, you know, terribly tragic. And 
as bad as it is, it could have been worse. Uh, I know a lot of you probably saw the videos on uh, TikTok or other social media on the news. Uh, you know, had it not been for some of the people on the scene, um, the deceased, you know, and it could have been a lot more. Um, you know, the deceased included five members of a dancing seniors group, uh, you know, and an eight-year-old boy named Jackson Sparks you know, whose 12-year-old brother is also still in the ICU with critical injuries. And that's just a lot for any family to endure, uh, especially right around the holiday. I mean, you're, you're at a fucking Christmas parade. Come on. Um, thankfully, the person responsible for this is in custody and uh, had his bail set at $5 million. Uh, considering the damage and his history of bail jumping as well, I don't think he'll be getting out anytime soon. Honestly, I personally hope his days on this planet are limited. Uh, the media's had some great takes on this, though. You know, they show their continued failure in giving people the truth. They don't want you to know that this man was a hardcore anti-Trumper. Waukesha is like the Republican stronghold in Wisconsin. Um, that is like probably the biggest uh, congregation of conservative um, upper middle class uh, population in the state. It's a suburb of Milwaukee, a little to the west. Uh, nice place. It's not uh, It's not like Milwaukee. It's not a shithole. It's not a shithole like Kenosha or Racine. Um, <coughs> but anyways, so the media in every story keeps saying SUV goes into crowd kills. So it's almost like it was like fucking Knight Rider and it just, I don't know, I'm showing my age. You guys remember Knight Rider, this, the car that could talk and drive itself and did all this on its own, uh, without acknowledging that, you know, this guy had talked about how <clears throat> people are going to pay and, you know, pro-Trumpers need to die and all this other stuff. And I'm, that wasn't his motive as of right now that we know. Uh, supposedly he was fleeing a a knife attack or a, a fight, fight with knives or whatever it is criminals do when they're doing criminal things. Uh, you know, and, and he happens to be black. You know, he's a hardcore Black Lives Matter person, which, you know, we can't really... Uh, shine a bad light on them because, you know, they do only mostly peaceful protests that burn down cities and result in billions of dollars of damage. And, you know, <clears throat> they were doing such good work and then Kyle Rittenhouse came along and ruined it for everyone. You even had um, a, pub <clears throat> a publicist, I sound terrible, I'm sorry, for the Wisconsin Democrat Party tweet out that it was karma for the Rittenhouse verdict. That, that's a fact. You can look it up. I apologize. I didn't write her name down because I didn't think she deserved any more um, publicity and she was already getting she was fired. But like, how sick are you? Of course she was white. The craziest hardcore anti-white people are always these weird white broads that just aren't wired right. But it's just, I don't know. I, I hope there's a quick recovery for everyone involved and peace for the families who lost loved ones in this cowardly act. You know, it's a crazy world. And it's unfortunate that we, you know, I guess here live in a state where a judge couldn't keep this guy in jail, you know, because this could have been prevented. And I personally think race is irrelevant in this issue, although because it was a black male that did this, they're going to do everything they can to keep his race out of it because... 
black people aren't supposed to have accountability for their actions. They're always allowed to blame the system, the man, how they were raised, the laws, whatever. You know, it, it's never their fault because they never just act bad. Something has to act upon them to make them go to break bad or whatever. And regardless of this person's race, he should be executed, run over himself, tied behind the truck and dragged down every road in Wisconsin. Um, because, you know, it's what's in your heart that makes you evil. It's not the pigment of your skin. You know, the media will always kind of push that racial divide because that's, that's what they live for. I mean, every, every, you know, mainstream media story that's not about COVID is uh, usually about race or maybe something stupid Biden did, like shit in his pants from the Pope or something. But, uh, you know, lastly on this situation, uh, kind of cool uh, Wisconsin native, uh, Pewaukee, Wisconsin native, which is pretty much right there with Waukesha. J.J. Watt uh, plays for the Arizona Cardinal now, Cardinals now, went to University of Wisconsin, uh, played with the Texans for years, has offered to pay for the funerals of all those lost in this tragedy. You know, J.J. Watt's always a class act. He uh, does a lot here in Wisconsin. We see on the local news as far as camps and mentorships and putting money back into the state and giving back. So it, it, it's kind of cool. Um, you know, it's sad that any of it had to happen. It really is. You know, when it's a bad look for the state. I mean, it could happen anywhere. And crazy shit happens everywhere. I think everyone's go-to right after this happened was like, this had something to do with the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict. And it didn't. You know, it was just... I don't, I don't want to say the word because, you know, I don't believe in those. But it just kind of happened that way. Uh, <clears throat> you know, and then you had also... Was it Friday or... Uh, I apologize, I don't know what day it was. Was it the, the Ahmed Arbery verdict came in? Um, the three white men in Georgia were... There was a slew of charges. Um, Travis McMichael was found guilty of every charge. Uh, his father, Gregory McMichael, a handful. Neighbor William Bryan, a handful. Pretty much these shitbags uh, saw 25 year old Arbery, I believe he was just jogging through the neighborhood, they assumed he was, had something to do with a string of robberies that had happened, been happening in the neighborhood they chased him down with a firearm uh, obviously being a little scared, he put up a little bit of a struggle, he ended up being you know, kind of held against his will and fought back, shot, killed and these guys kind of, nothing happened they did it in February, and I don't believe they were even arrested till May when the video kind of leaked and, you know, the media, it might have been one of the few good things the media has done. Um, you know, they were found guilty as they should. Like, the media got it right, or the jury got it right in the Rittenhouse case, and they got it right in this case. This kid was killed for absolutely no reason. It, you know, it, they might be racist. I, I mean, I, I didn't listen to all the details of it, but I, but I know regardless of what color, like, that was murder. Like, that was ignor ignorance, stupidity. They had no business doing the things they did. And, uh, you know, I think they're going to spend a long time in jail. McMichael probably will never see daylight again, and he shouldn't. Um, 
you know, a lot of people wanted to point out that those of us that celebrated Rittenhouse's acquittal wouldn't celebrate this. Ver I'll tell you what I did. Uh, I feel like this, uh, you know, I think to some of us, the Rittenhouse thing was more impactful because of the self-defense end of it. This was murder. You know, Kyle Rittenhouse was proven to have been attacked, threatened, scared for his life with video and photo evidence. Um, this was three rednecks just being fucking bigots. And, you know, unfortunately, they killed this kid, and it was stupid and never had to happen. You know, media wants to put the emphasis, though, that it was three white men who killed a black man, which, yes, that is the facts. You know, but they never went out of your way during the whole Rittenhouse thing to tell you that Rittenhouse killed three white men. Or, killed two white men, I'm sorry, wounded another who were all felons. One illegally carrying a firearm. Uh, actually, two illegally carrying a firearm, but whatever. That's, uh, you know, that one for you. I just don't feel like this is going to be a good episode, folks. I apologize. So, thinking back to music or whatever, um, obviously the title of this episode is Rooster. Uh, if you came of age kind of in the 90s, you were um, really blessed with some amazing music. Like, seriously. Like, I, I don't think we realize how the grunge era maybe brought us some of the best music ever. Um, you know, and Blind Melon. <laughs> And maybe the younger generation now just doesn't appreciate it. Um, you can't talk 90s and, like, the rock grunge without mentioning Alice in Chains. Um, of all the bands there, uh, perhaps they might have been the one with, like, the darkest edge to them. Um, you know, their songwriting was second to none. Jerry Cantrell's an amazing songwriter. Um, I never got to see him live. Uh, with the death of singer Lane Staley years ago, obviously that's never going to happen either. I know they do um, have a new singer. Uh, God, I wish his name was William something. He's not bad. I mean, it's not Lane Staley. No one will ever be Lane Staley. I get it. Just like, you know, I don't want to see Journey with whoever this guy is. It's not Steve Perry because it's not Steve Perry. Uh, I was supposed to see Alice in Chains with um, Metallica. Years ago in Nashville, the old uh, Starwood Amphitheater, which is long gone, but uh, I believe Lane Staley was in rehab, and you know he had had a history with uh, substance abuse, and they substituted Metallica substituted uh, suicidal tendencies. Who's they're fucking terrible. I think it was them and Candlebox were the uh, consolation prize for us, but. Um, you know, Alice in Chains kind of, they sing about addiction, the struggles of overcoming them. Uh, had a huge audience. They kind of had this dual vocal thing with uh, Jerry Cantrell and Lane Staley. When I, you know, when I think of Alice in Chains, I always think of Rooster. Uh, it's probably their biggest song. Um, the cool thing about the song is um, Jerry Cantrell actually wrote it about his father's experience in the Vietnam War. Um which, if you listen to the song, you know, it clearly depicts that point of view. Uh, Cantrell's father's nickname was actually Rooster, uh, given to him by his father. And the song kind of depicts the struggles of a young man 
trying to survive the unpopular war in the jungles of Southeast Asia and adapting to kind of life back in a home upon return. I mean, it's crazy to think about it, you know, just because, and maybe I could see it happening today's age. I guess I couldn't have. <coughs> um, I apologize for the coughing, guys. Um, I think it's all the talking. I honestly have not coughed in days. I think the talking is making my voice dry. Um, but I can't imagine, like, soldiers coming back from war and people crapping on them or being like, oh, you fuckers. And this, I mean, which, I mean, I guess I can because I see the people now. You know, you see, like, the Antifa people and you see the crazy socialists and the shit they believe and how they see people who don't you know, have their narrow-minded, short-sighted, ignorant views of the world and how things should be. But a lot of, you know, the Vietnam War, a lot of these guys were drafted. I mean, they were kids. You know, and the awful things they saw, you know, those that were fortunate enough to come back and then to be crapped on. And, you know, it says in the song, they spit on me in my homeland. It's terrible. It's a terrible way to treat the military, you know, anyone who's served, regardless of, you know, what you, you know, whether you, those people, they fight, they fight for you, they fight for all of us, um, and I think they're always going to be owed our respect, you know, and an unconditional respect, you know, anyone who's served or serves, like, I can't imagine, like, the sacrifice you and your family make. I can't even fathom the things people that have gone to war uh, come back. You know, what they've seen, what they've been through, what, what they've been asked to do. Uh, you know, and I'm fortunate that I don't have to because of, because of them. You know, um, you know, and the song talks, talks about how he, you know, struggles with PTSD. Um and things they saw while fighting the war. There's an actual, uh, an extended video for the song, which uh, includes an interview with Cantrell's father in the beginning as he opens up about the experience. And then it kind of goes into the song right about the time he tears up. Um, that one, that part, extended video wasn't shown a lot. Um, for time, you know, obviously I think it made the video like 10 minutes long and Back in the day when MTV showed videos, you were probably going to get three to five minutes, maybe. Um, Alice in Chains is also uh, one of those bands that did an epic unplugged. You know, when I think about MTV unplugged, I think about Alice in Chains and Nirvana as the two best ones ever. Ever, um, They both would actually be huge releases for the bands when they would release uh, the CDs of them. Uh, Alice in Chains did a version of Nutshell which is one of, you know, amazing song off, I believe it's off Jar of Flies. Um, and it kind of gave this song this everlasting immortality that kind of comes with, you know, it's even more haunting with the death of Lane Staley from an overdose years later. Uh, all five albums that Allison Chains did with Staley at the home, they were all great in their own ways. Uh, Facelift, you know, you had Bleed the Freak, We Die Young. Um, it would then be followed by their most successful release and probably something most... Um, casual Allison Chains fans are familiar with Dirt, which 
you know, it was pretty much an amazing record from beginning to end. You had wood down in a hole, rooster, then bones, angry chair, just, just an amazing uh, record, uh, dark, you know, but it, it kind of, it had a real realness to it. Uh, you know, there was the EP jar of flies, which had nutshell. I stay away. No excuses. And then the self-titled release with uh, Heaven Beside You, Grind Again, uh, Over Now, and then plus the, re <coughs> the release of their Unplugged. Um, you know, Alice in Chains was just, uh, they were epic, you know. And, uh, you know, when, when I do the music thing, I was just thinking, I was like, wow, you know, I've never come up. It's one of those things you don't think of. You know, I hear it, I play their music all the time, I think. Rooster's one of those songs, you know, that intro, when it starts, like, you just know the song, and you're just like, man, you know, here they come to snuff the rooster, um, and it, it's just a, it's a fantastic song, uh, go listen to some Alice in Chains, I implore you, um, I don't know about you guys, but, uh, I didn't really do any Black Friday shopping, uh, this year, I was looking for a snowblower, uh, still in the process of that, <clears throat> it's kind of tough, because, you know, we talk about moving, maybe this summer, somewhere warm, but I'm like, okay, at the same time, I don't want to fucking shovel, between now and then, I could always sell it, and you never know, it could snow wherever I go, hopefully not, but whatever, um, I actually think, uh, Kai sent me a house that popped up on my phone while I'm down here talking about this, but, yeah, I mean, I remember we looked at, you know, looking at things and being like, mm, eh, things just didn't really seem like a deal. And I get it. The cost of things have gone up. You know, some, unless you're Amazon or Walmart, you know, you're not really taking it on the chin. And um, so I didn't think prices, like, literally I was out, uh, I was dashing last night because, you know, usually Friday night's kind of busy. And it was okay last night. I stopped into Lowe's because I wanted to look at snowblowers. And I thought, oh, you know, they have all those bins with the deals and stuff like that. And I was like, I'll walk by. Sometimes you get a cool too. I, I think I bought a pair of, like, $10 work gloves. I told Kai. I was like, hey, throw these in my stocking. Anytime I see a good deal on work gloves, I buy them because I usually destroy them or lose one of them. Um, it's usually what happens or I get paint or some kind of shit on them that makes it kind of meh and I never wear them again. But yeah, that was the extent. And I think I don't. Yeah, I don't. I think I looked on. If anyone likes to buy, I don't know. If, I apologize if I talked about this. Blame the meds. Um, Fanatics.com. For those of you that like sports apparel or want stuff for your team, maybe you you're like me. You live in Wisconsin. Your team's Tennessee. If you go to Fanatics.com and you there. There's the tabs on top and click sale. <coughs> um, and then I'll pick like, say like college or my, pick your team or whatever. And you go, there's a link where you can like filter it by price and do like items, $10 and under. You can find some ridiculous deals on there. Like a few weeks ago, I got like, I don't know, eight items for like under 30 bucks. Like t-shirts, quarter zips, uh, Under Armour jacket, a hat. Uh, before that, I bought about, a, I don't know. 15 items for 40 bucks. I got a ton of shot glasses. Uh, and I always shop the section that's like 
10 and under, 10 to 20, because I'm not going to pay $40 for a championship t-shirt. Like, case in point, I mean, I'll wear, like, any team stuff pretty much, except Ohio State or uh, Notre Dame uh, or the Yankees um, or the Bears, probably. And uh, I got, like, a Golden State Warriors NBA championship shirt from, like, 2018. It was, like, a buck. Washington Capitals Stanley Cup t-shirt from a couple years. It was, like, a buck. In there, I got a cool Vegas Knights cap that was like four bucks. University of Colorado quarter zip it was like five bucks. I got this cool Under Armour um, cold gear, like lightweight fleece jacket. Uh, it was like a eighty dollar jacket. It was like Wichita State Shockers. It was like twelve dollars. I was like, I don't care that it says Wichita State on the. It's cool. I mean, it's just gray. You know, they made them in, like, every team, and just those were the couple teams that were left, like Wichita State, Penn State, or a couple other schools. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you can get your clearance baseball, anything else. Check out that site as a fan, and don't pay full price for things, because there's tons of stuff on there that you can get. You can also get really cool stuff on our merch site. Uh, don't forget to check out the link we have out there. Um... That's about all I got tonight. I apologize with being under the weather and it being kind of a short week. Um, I didn't do my best work for you guys. Um, like I said, I've been laying around. I've done a lot of this off the top of my head, which is never a good thing. That's why I need to get everything set up to where we have our hosts on there. Uh, it's going to happen. Just be patient. Let's get through the holidays. And... Uh, go from there but uh that's all i got tonight folks um i hope everybody had a great thanksgiving i hope everyone has a great rest of the weekend go pack go tomorrow and uh hopefully uh it doesn't snow anytime soon and i get to feeling better have a great night